ready. When you said ready, I said yes, but then I really wasn't. It's okay. I can edit it out. (laughs) Sorry. All right, here we go. Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. Welcome back to the pod lab. Yeah, glad to be here. It's great. It It is. It's a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Don't look at that mess I over there. <laughs> Don't look at that. I, I have had a junk drawer of a desktop for multiple weeks now, so I need to put that on my to-do list. That's okay. It's just sort of the miscellaneous pile. Over there. Yes, I understand that. Yeah, whoopsies. I have a room that has miscellaneous <laughs> that I am constantly It's to easy keep up to on. just close the door. Yep. You know, when you have a space that nobody's really in, except we're in here once a week, mm-hmm. you know, but nobody else is really in here. It, yeah. I don't know how we got started on that. I It I, was your glance over there. You're like, hmm, no. <laughs> really I know. Her judgmental know. glance. Speaking of shutting doors, I have, like, I can't do that. I like the doors wide open for some reason yeah. and all the light to filter through. Uh-huh. So then I have to see the stuff in the room. So then oh, it hmm. makes me get to it. Yeah. Not that I don't have stuff. I do. We all have stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, if you're just joining us for the first time, we didn't intend on telling you about my junk drawer over there. That's okay. But we are just two best friends doing a podcast. Started it during the pandemic. Woohoo. Nothing else to do. So here we are. And today is episode... Is it 145? Yes, it is. Episode, Catherine Shipman, we have what? done 145. This is 145 things. Yeah, yes. We've been consistent every week. Man, even with weird stuff that has happened. Yeah, You know, know. difficult stuff. Yeah, sicknesses. Yeah, and all kinds of things. Schedules. So yeah. good for us and good for you, hopefully. And if you're joining us for the first time, we just welcome you aboard. We hope you stick with us all the way to the end. Usually our episodes are mm, 40 five minutes ish today we're talking about weird crime and dumb criminals yeah really stupid criminals oh jeez people are so goofy uh we're gonna share with you some weird crime stories you know that we've both sort of dug up from the interwebs we're also going to talk about when we've been a victim of a weird crime Mm -hmm. because we have a couple of those and then um, how to survive. How, how are we supposed to live, Catherine, in a weird full of weirdos? Well, let's find out. I mean, world of weirdos. I'll, I said weird of weirdos. That's okay. I heard world. it the way you wanted it yes, to be said. Yes, it's a world of weirdos. Mm-hmm. And of course, we always have an inspirational close, so stay tuned for that. We're going to share a little bit of scripture and hopefully have some fun along the way. We have sponsors and we have a brand new sponsor. Yay! Someone we, we don't know. Yeah, we want to welcome Jessica Kruger. Hi, Jessica. She has Thank crossed you. over the bridge from humor uh, consumer to humor contributor. Right. And That's so exciting. It is exciting. And Jessica is donating to our cause here $5 per month, mm-hmm. as well as all of our other sponsors are doing that. Right now, we have around 15 sponsors that do that. And what we're going to do with that money is improve our equipment. We're, we're looking forward to, to doing that and getting... Just take it a notch up. Yeah. Right? The technology thing has been so hard for the two of us. Right. I Yeesh. need some lessons on, you know, editing more than what I actually do. That We have an episode that's out there. It's got a glitch in it. It's broken. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't realize that it did. Even though yeah. I do edit, I thought I fixed it and it wasn't fixed. But we don't want that. No, we we want it to be decent. So we're working on it, friends. So thank you so much to all of our humor contributors who donate uh, $5 per month. And yeah. we also have some who just give us a lump sum. 
So if you've got 50 grand sitting around or <laughs> even a dollar, <laughs> uh, you can just message us directly and we can uh, arrange to pick up the cash yeah. or get the check or whatever it is. Uh, all right. Well, that's, that does it for that. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's launch in, Catherine. Weird crime. All right. I what have, say you? I have this list and it's called the dumbest criminals and how they got caught. Ooh. And I just picked out, a, there's 25 of them and that's just too many to, to read. But I picked out some that I thought were quite funny or quite, yeah, laughable. Hmm. So this one is titled Happy Father's Day. A 10-year-old boy was playing with his father's old handcuffs on Father's Day. He cuffed himself to his daddy, William Klein (laughs) Jr., but the key was lost during the game. Uh Okay, picture that. William called the local police in Des Moines, Iowa to help him get the cuffs off. As per routine, police ran Klein through their database. Oh, he's wanted for something. You know it. And found two, not one, two arrests, arrest warrants outstanding. Shortly after, they recuffed him. (laughs) But it was for real this time. Here, we'll let your kids stay here, (laughs) but you're coming with us. Yeah, Yeah, little 10-year-old boy. Uh, Hopefully, he's quite innocent. Here's the thing that I wonder about that story is how did the dad get the cuffs in the first place? Is he a cop? Was he into some weird sex? I right. mean, what's, what's his story? <laughs> I know. That's a good question because we are not told. Okay. So, I don't know. All right. So, I'm moving on. This one's called The Other Half of the Payslip. You can probably guess what's coming. Okay. All right. It starts out with saying, the idea of robbing a bank without saying a single word is quite unique. Oh. Right? Well, not really because a lot of people have done that. Yeah. Well, this man, this 40-year-old man, walked into a bank and handed the cashier a threatening note Mm -hmm. that read, be quick, be quit, which was supposed to be quiet. (laughs) Be quit. Note to self. And it's funny because in parentheses, you know, the the writer of this article says quiet. (laughs) (laughs) You got to know how to spell. You got to know how to spell, you idiot. You're going to rob a bank. Well, see, stupid is and stupid does. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, wait, wait. This sounds like a children's story coming on. Like, yeah. be quick, be quiet. Yeah, like, be quit. <laughs> be, yeah. Okay, Jack, be nimble. Jack, be quick. <laughs> Hand over your lipstick. I don't know. <laughs> your money. Okay, so then he's, he adds, give your cash or I'll shoot. Okay. Uh-huh. The bank teller obliged and handed him $400. It's a bank. 400 but the thief had overlooked one simple fact. His message was scribbled on a piece of his payslip. Oh, Detective, had his info on it. Detectives found the other half of the payslip outside the bank, complete with the bank robber's name and home address. You can probably imagine what happened next. Okay, and probably the bank robber in that situation did not... English was probably not their first language <laughs> because, you know, yeah. sometimes you get those emails from you know people that say we have an amazon package for you and there's all kinds of misspellings and yeah all that fun stuff right okay okay this one stealing the wrong bag okay so this one is more like ooh, how like a like a weird story mm-hmm. it says one thief got more than he could handle when he reached in- into the window of a parked car and snatched a bag the bag belonged to a professional snake catcher oh it was snakes Yes. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. 
Imagine what's in the bag. That's right. It was actually a highly venomous snake that this guy had just captured from an underground car park. So parking lot in Sydney. Oh my gosh. So the rumors have it that the thief surrendered with his own will to the cops in an attempt to save himself from the snake. Oh wow. Well okay he had some sense. You know that's so funny to me that the criminal went into it with the intention of okay I'm going to steal this thing. (laughs) They don't know what's in there. They don't even know if it's valuable. You know, it, I mean, it reminds me of when your bag was stolen. Yes. I still get mad about that. When when I said that, did that thought go right into your head? Yes, it did. Because I could see yes. the anger. Mm-hmm. Catherine and her family were at the emergency room because it was an emergency. And she had, uh, she had borrowed her sister's car to take her dad to the emergency room and left her bag mm-hmm. in the front seat. No, it was not in the front seat. Where was it? It was in the back seat. Well, okay. Well, what happened? While they were assessing my dad, because we took my dad to, as you said, to mm-hmm. the emergency room, I thought, okay, we're going to be here a while. They were trying to get him all fixed, right? So I went out to the car to go get my Bible study bag and uh, noticed that Wendy's passenger back passenger window was all smashed in. And they grabbed the bag and took off. And of course, we had to then report that. And they got off with your Bible they study? They got off with my Bible study and my prayer notes and my, actually, my really expensive prescription sunglasses, too. Mm. Yeah. that was that just None of which they can use. I mean, hopefully, if they read the Bible hmm. and the prayer journal, they mm-hmm. can turn their life around. That would be nice. That'd be really... That, well, God can do anything. Yeah. So, and that is what I had to pray for, because once the police went looking for the bag, I, it was a beautiful shiny red bag it was really pretty and 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 wendy's windows were tinted so they must have had their face right up against the window yeah so we said we were going to share some of our weird crimes that wasn't one of them yeah but i wanted to get that one out before Mm -hmm. we moved on yeah because otherwise i thought we might move on and not ever get back to it okay go ahead okay the next one (laughs) escaping with a wheelchair Using a wheelchair to escape a crime isn't the best solution for criminals, right? However, a Texan duo thought it might be worth a try. Naomi Duchene attempted a knife point robbery at a jewelry store while her accomplice waited outside with the getaway vehicle. (laughs) A wheelchair. (laughs) Duchene, who lived near the shop, was tackled by a customer before she and her friend departed in what might have been the slowest escape in history. (laughs) Talk about a slow chase. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think that's hilarious. Come on now. Oh, I saw one because I, I watched a bunch of videos in prep for today. Yeah. I saw one guy that stole a tractor oh. and the tractor doesn't go very fast, you know, but mm-hmm. they broke into this place and they took off with the tractor. And of course, the cops caught up to him. Of course. It's hard to hide a tractor. It's hard to hide two people in a wheelchair. Yeah. You know. Oh. Leaving the jewelry store. <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, next up, uh, it is called Wise Wasn't Wise After All. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, suspected shoplifter Jacob Wise sneakily removed. I hate, that just doesn't sound right. Yeah. Removed security tags from clothes he was planning to steal from a store. Okay. Guess what he did? The alarm went off anyway as Wise strolled through the exit. Why? 
apparently wise wasn't as wise as his name suggests he had put the remove tags in his pocket there you go <laughs> get him off the clothes put him in my pocket that'll fool him oh my gosh yes hmm. lemon juice didn't do the job one day in 1995 a middle-aged man robbed two pittsburgh banks in broad daylight he didn't wear a mask or any sort of disguise he also smiled at surveillance cameras before walking out of each bank. Hmm. Later that night, the cops arrested a shocked MacArthur Wheeler. When they showed him the surveillance tapes, Wheeler stared in disbelief. But I wore the juice, he mumbled. Apparently, Wheeler truly believed that rubbing lemon juice on his skin would make him invisible to the video cameras. Well, obviously, <laughs> he's got big problems, this fella. He's got really big problems. Yes. You know, okay. th- hold on. Yeah. That's part of what I discovered in researching weird crimes yeah. over the last week is mm-hmm. that there, and maybe we can talk about this a little bit more toward the end, but just in case this thought isn't there when yeah. we get to the end, I do want to say it now. I, I really believe that people are struggling. Oh, a hundred percent. There's so that. much going on. And so many of the videos that I watched, you could tell there's mental illness is, is really high. It's rampant. It's out there. Yeah. And the cops and police officers and, and all of that, they have to deal with the community. Right. And I know that there's a lot of, you know, police bashing right now, but they're having to go in and now their their hands are tied more and more. They're having to be like a social worker. Oh yeah, it's how do they how uh, it's how do they do their job I, and I, I, somebody and else's know. job <laughs> and a parent's job in in many cases. And, and not only do they have mental illness, but a lot of these people are strung up on some kind of dope, some kind of drug, yeah. some sort of thing. So I watched this one guy and this cop. He was so patient. Mm. He he just met every challenge with like a calm demeanor. I don't yeah. even know how he did it. Mm-hmm. And he even sounded like like um almost almost like a therapist. He really did. Well, this girl yeah. was out of her mind mm-hmm. and she was spitting at him. Oh my gosh. And then they had to put on the girl this thing called a spit hood. It's basically like a, <laughs> a thing that you can breathe through. But oh, I can picture. Y- you know, so it fit over her head and it was mesh at the top. Yeah. Like from her nose up. But her hair was like pushed down like a like a hairnet from the ladies mm. from the cafeteria. Like and she just looked ridiculous. Well, he had to treat the child like a child, right? Well, Which, it, act like a child, get treated like one. Even I, I would say that it even goes beyond that in terms of she's like, I don't know. Yeah. Extremely something extremely wrong. disrespectful and spitting and and then um she got down on the ground this was before the spit hood thing so they're trying to handcuff her Mm -hmm. and she doesn't want to be handcuffed of course Mm -hmm. she's down on the ground she starts just munching on the grass she just starts (laughs) munching on the grass was she high or something (laughs) she had to be well all i can say is cow i back the blue Mm. they make mistakes and some are you know there's in every profession there's um a dud or someone not so good but i back the blue yeah well we they need to deal with a lot we need a protection we yeah need, they're, they're there to serve and protect the public and we need that oh wait yeah, wait we, wait before we go on i gotta tell you this other one yeah because i i whenever we do research for this podcast i'm always all about the video mm-hmm. like i watch a ton of video that's just the the my preference and Catherine does all the reading okay great um i watched this video of this middle school 
principal mm-hmm. who was arrested for DUI. Mm-hmm. And she was in this really oh. cute pink, what? You had said this the other day. Yeah. She was in this really cute pink dress. Yeah. And she had, I, I did a little more research. They didn't say all this on the video, but then I kind of Googled it later to see, well, what, what was her deal? Well, she had been at a fundraising event for a political candidate. Mm. So she was kind of in the community, you know, mm. and, and she had just gotten this kind of a big job at this middle school principal making over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm. And you know, she threw it away. Yeah. She threw it away. So she, she runs her car over a curb and into some kind of an object oh. in somebody's yard and her airbags no. go off. And she says, well, I just stopped abruptly. <laughs> she says, that's why the airbags went off. I'm fine. And she kept on saying over and over again, I just have to use the restroom. I just have to use the bathroom. I just have to urinate. And then she eventually called it the urination. I just, the ur- have, I just have the urination. <laughs> Clearly, she was... A poor gal. And I mean... She was out of her mind. Yeah. She obviously was out of her mind. And she lost her job, you know, of course. Yeah. That's a problem. That is a problem. One uh, article that we were just looking at and watched was an article in um, uh, not my, the town I grew up in, but the community I grew up in. Yes. Yeah. It was pretty scary. There was a 17 year old girl that was held up and they stole her purse. Luckily, she got away. But it was caught on video, and they interviewed a guy that I went to school with on the interview. I sent it to my friend Kelly, and she was like, oh, my gosh, because also the interview was in front of buildings that her dad owned. But anyway. You know, okay, note to self. Yeah. This, uh, Frankfurt, Illinois is the little town where this happened, and it's a sleepy town. It's a charming town. It's like a Mayberry town. It is. Right. And we love it. Yeah. And the downtown area is well lit. It's bustling there's a lot of people lot around of people walking walking with their dogs and you wouldn't think that there would be any sort of a crime happening there however we're only 45 minutes from chicago or frankfurt is even less than that so you know chicago's out of control oh yeah. they're just totally sure. out of control so my friends we have got to constantly be aware yeah of what's going on mm-hmm this is true. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I said to you right away when I sent Catherine the link to this thing as soon as Ron sent it to me, I'm like, oh, check this out. And it reminded me of that Amber that, yeah. that we yeah. follow. She's a personal security expert. Mm-hmm. I love her. She does videos on Instagram. So look for her. I forgot what her tag is on Instagram, but look for Amber, personal security um, alert lady. Anyway, she says you're supposed to keep your valuable stuff on your person. So in your yeah. bra, ladies, you know, your bra is for more than just the boobies. Mm-hmm. Put your put your wallet in there. And your cell phone should be in your pocket, not in your purse. Mm-hmm. Or your key fob. And then just give them your purse. Somebody wants your purse, just throw it. Give it to them. Run away. Yeah. Let don't, put a, don't put a lot of cash uh, in your purse when you're walking around either. Or any. Don't put any. Put it in your well, bra. the thing is, it's like, you know, you try to do... The no debit card, no credit card thing and have cash. But then there's a downside to that, too, if you get mugged. Well, if it's in your bra. Well, mm. yeah, I guess. Well, mm. you, you need bigger bras. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right. The last one I have on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So this guy, he tries to break into a home by smashing their glass door with a paint can. Oh, (laughs) unfortunately for him, the can bounced off and broke open. 
He eventually got inside, but all he collected was a can of tuna fish and a box of oatmeal. On his way out, however, the man stepped in the spilled paint. Officers followed the paint footprints to a nearby motel and arrested him while he was enjoying his lunch. Tuna fish and oatmeal. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, darn. Where is my one? I had another one that was really funny. And I don't see. Oh, here it is. New York Post. Oh, darn. Okay, well, I, it's not in front of me, but I had one that was hilarious. This woman gets busted because of Cheeto dust on her teeth. <laughs> That'll do it. She breaks into a house, in, I guess through the kitchen, and she grabs the Cheetos. And as she's trying to escape, she drops the Cheeto bag and later they find her with the Cheeto dust on her teeth. You know, you you can't resist Cheetos. This, that should be a commercial for Cheetos. That is that would be good for yeah, like halftime for the NFL okay, game. The other thing would be Doritos. I cannot stand the breathy smell of Doritos. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Doritos. I think they're delicious. Mm-hmm. But I cannot stand that yeah. that smell. Anyway, yeah, I like them too. But Okay, anything else? No, but I will share you I'll share this with you. Uh huh. As I was looking through this, I'm like, why is it so many Florida man um, headlines? Yeah, Florida's weird, right? Okay, and so then I'm I'm testing out the material that I had so far with Lainey, Patrick's oh, girlfriend, sure. mm-hmm. and she says to me, "All you have to do is Google Florida man headlines." <laughs> so I did that, and. Up pops. I mean, it is hilarious and it's crazy. There are thousands of Florida man stories <laughs> on the web. So if you do that, go ahead and do that. I did. This one here says this Florida man throws an alligator through Wendy's drive through window. Oh, sure he does. <laughs> Another Florida man plans to shoot down Hurricane Irma. And it goes on and, oh, this one is, I thought this one was really funny. Florida man steals ambulance. Last summer, a 63-year-old man who was supposed to be on bed rest at the hospital decided that he had enough, He had had enough. So he left his bed and asked one of the EMS responders for a ride home in the ambulance. After they denied him, he did the next most logical thing. Hmm. He stole the ambulance. Of course he did. He almost made it home, too. Authorities were able to track the ambulance with the built-in GPS, of course, Uh duh, and charge Mr. Peacock with Grand (laughs) Theft Auto. Well, that last name gives it away. Yeah. So it was hilarious because truly I was like, why are there so many Florida idiots? Floridian idiots, (laughs) I I I guess you would say. Must be the heat. That's what I cooked them up. That's what I decided. Uh, okay, do you have anything else that you wanted to no, share? No, that was it. All right, I just have a few here that I found. One also dealing with a wheelchair. Now, this is coming from a site which I think is hilarious. It's called Easy Out Bail Bonds. Mm. It's a bail bondsman business. Okay. That's their website. They're in the Dallas area. Mm. So they're, you know, you hire them to get you out of jail. Okay. That's what they do. Or if there's a... I don't know, some kind of a warrant for somebody. Somebody else might hire them to go get them. I see. Stuff like that. And it's Texas, huh? So yeah, Texas Dallas. also has stupid criminals. Well, the, big these, state. <laughs> like Florida. This is just, well, the first one happens to be Arizona. Oh. Arizona man steals a wheelchair. It says, during a ride on a commuter train, Austin, get this, his last name is Sherbet. 
<laughs> it's spelled sure s h u r sure sure but but b u t t i'm sure, sure but. but i'm not <laughs> okay this doesn't surprise me that austin got in trouble all right during a ride on a commuter train austin Sherbutt was caught on video trying to steal a wheelchair that was in use by an elderly woman Austin, 26, was wearing reindeer slippers and a holiday <laughs> red sweatshirt during the attack. We can take a wild guess that this man will be on Santa's naughty list. Okay, what does the 26-year-old need a walker for? A wheelchair. A wheelchair. And I'm thinking, was he slow? Because well, he had reindeer slippers on, Catherine. Yeah. He didn't so, want to get them, you know, dirty. So walking on the sidewalk. <laughs> he wanted a chair. So he scoot, scoot, scoot. Reindeer slippers up <laughs> on the little feet things. Oh, okay. Here's clever another, man. Yeah, here's another one. Buy a child at Walmart. You know, I think that Walmart would also be an interesting, like, oh yeah, human interest study oh, for of sure. weirdos. I love when I watch crime shows and they catch the perpetrator. Guess why? They oh. shop at Walmart. The cameras are the everywhere. The cameras are really good at Walmart. There's this one program I watch. Well, I actually don't watch it anymore. I'm sick of it. Um, but it's on the ID channel. Yeah. And it's called, oh, um, See No Evil. Oh. And it's all like how they capture people on CCTV. And Walmart is the number one You place. know, if criminals don't know by now mm -hmm. that when you go by the giant tote and the shovel and the rope and the duct tape, uh huh. They're gonna know. Yes, <laughs> it's you, you <laughs> idiot. Okay, by a child at Walmart. Rebecca Taylor, a Texas woman of forty-nine, was accused of trying to buy another woman's baby at the self-checkout line in Walmart. What? Yeah. So she's at Walmart. <laughs> so did the baby have like a UP uh, scan thing on her? Well, it says Taylor offered hundreds of thousands of dollars for the child. Oh Which, that God. might be tempting. <laughs> okay. As the mother resisted, Taylor continued to insist while raising her offer. She even followed the mother and child into the parking lot. Taylor and a female companion began calling out to the baby by his name, even though the mother never told them it. Oh. Yeah, I know. Scary. Wow. Rebecca Taylor was charged with the offense of the sale or purchase of a child. And she has gone down in history for committing one of the weirdest crimes in Walmart to date. Yeah. Please don't buy. Try to buy people. No. At all. No. In any way. <laughs> no. Stupid. Okay. The here. baby didn't have a price tag on it. <laughs> Here's It'd another one. I did. guarantee nobody would have offered to buy my babies at Walmart. <laughs> Can you imagine putting a price tag on your little baby's arm? <laughs> my babies. If, I always think if they were ever kidnapped, they'd bring them back. They'd find a way. <laughs> All right. Uh, vandalizing Jesus. Uh-oh. Yeah. Blair Witten crashed her ex-boyfriend's funeral in Fargo, North Dakota. Mm. She plowed through a cemetery during his funeral services and tried to run people over. Oh, no way. Yeah. But her chaos didn't begin there. Just weeks before the funeral, she also vandalized the statue of Jesus, oh. spray painting his face <gasps> black. Oh, no. Well, he probably was but, more dark skinned than our traditional. No, you cannot do that. That's. Mm, yeah. Okay, did you notice that I had more of an issue with that than I did about her running people over? <laughs> just realized my response. True. Wow. Oh, oops. That's just where your brain is. <laughs> All right. Pepperoni or razor blades. 
Nicholas Uh-oh. Mitchell was accused of putting razor blades and screws in pizza dough at supermarkets <gasps> in New Hampshire and Maine. Oh, my gosh. He was arrested in 2020 oh. after razor blades were found in the dough at the Hannaford store in Seiko. What? Crazy. Now, that's meant- what? obviously that you're mental. Is, I mean, that's... That's like not theft. It's not. That's just bad. That is so bad. Evil. Yeah, it is. It is evil. Messed up. Okay, here's here's the one that made me laugh earlier Uh-oh. when you said what, and I mm-hmm. said I have to save it. Okay. I don't know if I can say it without laughing. The decapitated head in the box of sex toys. Oh. Okay, here what? we go. Here we go. Maria Del Carmen asked a neighbor to store her box of sex toys while police investigated her cl- her home for clues about her missing husband. The oh. neighbor got suspicious once the box oh. started to stink. <laughs> to their horrible surprise, oh my gosh. they discovered that the box contained the rotting head of <gasps> Del Carmen's missing husband. Oh my word. The rest of his remains were never found. Oh, I thought that when you said it, it was just going to, when you said toys, sex toys, I thought it was just some weird toy, like not a real decapitated head. Oh, no. This woman cut off his head, put it in the box with the sex toys. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so (laughs) that reminds me, it reminds me a little bit of the story when I used to work at, so I worked at three different hotels in the stories. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, this one in particular uh, it was a regular guest. Yeah. And they had called us and said, oops, this time I forgot my case in, in the room. And so we asked housekeeping to so go get it. So they had checked out already? They had checked out. Yes, I they see. checked out and they called and they okay. had said, I forgot my case. So housekeeping goes to get it and they peeked. Okay. And it was, you know, I was real young at the time. So like to think of such things. Anyway, it was loaded with, with sex stuff. toys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> loaded. <My> case. <laughs> yep. Well, you better it wasn't hang on locked. to that. Huh? It wasn't. What do you mean hang on to that? To the case. I mean, if the the girl or the guy or whoever it is that checked out, they got to make sure. Oh, they, they don't, hang don't on to it. leave that stuff behind. I thought you meant like finders keepers. Hang <laughs> on to that. I'm like, what? <laughs> did you just say oh there's a comedian who I, I forget now who it is but somebody that the mom had passed away and the dad was giving away the things you know oh boy and there were two girls two daughters that the mom had left behind and so the dad gave the daughters the, the vibrators oh, you know my god from the mom Ew. and the dad says she would have wanted you to have them. oh okay Clearly, <laughs> he would be on the. Oh my gosh! Anyway, let's move okay. on. Yeah, let's let's. Okay, and then the final one they have here is a priest vandalizes the altar with a threesome activity. Former Louisiana priest Travis Clark engaged in a threesome with Mindy Dixon and Melissa Cheng on the altar at the church. They were originally charged with obscenity which was later dropped, and then they were charged with vandalism instead. The church burned down the altar after this act to cleanse themselves from the priest's horrid sin. I actually can't think of anything to say to that. <laughs> People Other are than, depraved. Uh, they, uh, they're crazy. 
Yeah. Other than I think I would have wanted the the altar burned down too. <laughs> and also, I would. Why were the charges dropped for the obscenity? I can't imagine. But also, oh no, isn't there any, any other charge they could have brought him up well, on? Well, the vandalism. They probably broke Besides the that. altar, and then the the church decided to burn it. Yeah. So. Oh. I, I'm speechless. Okay, so now here, here's the funny thing. I think that these people, the Easy Out is the name of this bail bondsman business. Oh, mm. It's called Easy Out Bail Bonds. Okay. Okay. And I just think it's so creative that they would put these things on their website. And then here's their little ad at the end. It says, get in touch with A, oh, A Easy Out. It's A to Easy Out. Okay. Okay. Get in touch with A to Easy Out Bail Bondsman. Have you committed one of the weirdest crimes in history, too? Too? Yeah. Are you? As well. Are you a weirdo, too? Regardless of that answer, if you've been convicted in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, get in touch with A to Z Easy Out Bail Bonds today. Our bondsmen will get you out of jail in a timely manner so you can build up your defense for court. <laughs> we will never so judge we you. we get you back out there again. Right. Back of the saddle, I always say, we will never judge you for the crime you are being convicted of, and your personal information will remain confidential, except for these bozos that I just mentioned. Oh, my okay. gosh. Okay. Give us a call for more information about the services we provide, and let's go get your life back on track. Can you imagine the billboard for <laughs> yeah. that firm? Yeah. <laughs> are you an idiot? Would you like to get back out into society? And bother other people, too? We can help. We'll get you out. Oh, my gosh. Well, they do have to have, you know. And then, and then they have, like, a list of all the things that they do. Warrants, traffic tickets, misdemeanors, felonies. Break-ins. Yeah, whatever it is. Oh, my word. Well. Oh, you can leave a review. Let me see if they have reviews. Leave it to the lawyers to just make things screwier sometimes oh let's just read some of these reviews because i i haven't looked at these oh. one second these are the people, people that, that call have them you, yeah mm -hmm. okay here's one super fast called them on sunday evening and within just three hours my employee was out <laughs> trustworthy relationship to ensure accountability and guidance through all accountability that's what it said hmm. uh wait the nice okay, wait this place has the nicest people working for them Natasha helped explain the procedure we had to do. I just loved her kindness. Well, isn't that so nice? Yeah, and she was patient. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, best experience ever, considering the terrible experience I was <laughs> going through at the time. Speedy, very nice and professional. I didn't even have to hold them up <laughs> to go faster. Jeez. Anyway. Funny, oh. funny. Wow. Okay, anything else that you wanted to share over there? No, I think that's it. All right, let's move on to, have you ever been a victim of a weird crime? You were going to talk about the Mokina camper. Yeah. What happened? Well, it's not as odd as some of those headlines we just read. Mm -hmm. But uh, back when I was real young, we had a pop-up camper in the, the home sure. that I grew up in. And for fun, we used to sleep out in it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, this one particular night, we were not in it. It was in the summer. And the next morning, uh, I can't recall, like, what kind of evidence we saw outside the camper. But my mom was like, something's not right. So we go into the camper, and it had been broken into. And the sleeping bags 
had been used. Ew. Yes. And um, anyway, what happened was there was a party nearby mm-hmm. and some uh, teenagers just broke into the camper, used our stuff, and actually brought it back. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was... I don't know. To me, at the time especially, that was really weird and gross. Yeah. And I don't recall what we did with those sleeping bags. Knowing my mom, we probably just washed them. Yeah. And kept them. I would probably want to burn them, but... hmm Yeah. I, I have a weird crime story. I think I may have shared this on the podcast before, so forgive me, listeners, if this is a repeat, but it, it bears repeating. So <laughs> here it is. When I was, let me think, how old was I? 14, Mm -hmm. I believe. So like freshman in high school-ish age. Our family had, uh, my brother had gotten a puppy. It was a golden retriever puppy, Uh right? And it needed to be walked. Okay. Well, my sister and I decided to walk the dog. Mm -hmm. And our little town that we grew up in, it was like a little Mayberry town too. Yeah. It was DPU, Illinois, very small town, and it was on a lake and you had to really intentionally go there. You don't just drive through. Sure. Because you had to turn off like a highway in order to get into Depew. It's not like people would get lost yeah, there, right? Right. So my sister and I are walking down the main street. Mm-hmm. We're, we're right downtown Depew. It's uh, summertime or nice out or whatever. So we're walking and this car pulls up and it's a man in the car <laughs> and he's wearing a trench coat. Yeah. And I didn't, I mean, I just didn't think about it, you know? Right. And he rolled down the window in the old fashioned way. Uh-huh. Remember the old cranks? Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. he rolled down the window or, or maybe the window was already down. But anyway, I was holding the dog on the sidewalk with mm-hmm. the leash mm-hmm. and my sister, cause this guy was asking for directions. Sure he was. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, hindsight, we're thinking how would nobody would ask for directions in Depew because mm-hmm. you wouldn't be right. here unless you lived here, belonged here, whatever. Anyway, he wanted directions to a nearby town. So my sister walks over to the car and he opens up the coat. Yeah. And he's totally naked. Yep. Well, he 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 thrust his hips up toward the. Ew. He did. He, he thrust him up toward the. um you know, the the opening so he mm-hmm. could show what he had, you know, mm-hmm. and he, he had to fumble <laughs> and he grabbed himself and he held up this little tiny stub of a thing <laughs> and he was shaking it. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> okay, that happened to me too. Yeah. Same, similar thing. Disgusting. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible. I didn't think about that for the crime thing. And the guy, we were delivering like brochures and things. And the guy had said, I can't shift the gear shift. And of course, the gear shift was his Mm. thing. Mm. (laughs) There you go. Disgusting. All right. Anything else that you wanted to share? No. Okay. Well, let's go to our inspirational clothes. Yeah. uh, Catherine found this scripture and it is Proverbs 19 verse 3. And it says this. A person's own folly leads to their ruin, yet their heart rages against the Lord. Yeah. I may not realize it, but it does. It does. And it's all of us. I mean, we're all sinners. We're all this, you know, we're just human beings. Mm. But my friends, we have got to stay away from the the really sketchy stuff. Stay away from the sex weird stuff. Stay away from drugs. Stay away from too much alcohol. That messes you up. Yeah. It does. Yeah, it sure does. All right. So the call to action from this one is basically keep your head on the swivel. 
And um, if you want more information about personal safety, we did do a podcast on that recently. So look for our personal safety episode. Yeah. Be on guard, people. Yeah. (laughs) You have to be because we are trying to exist. We're coexisting in a weird full of weirdos. I mean, a world full of weirdos. (laughs) Keep saying that. The world is weird. (laughs) Lots of weirdos. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.